Welcome to the next episode of the Dear Fat You Don't Own Me podcast. On the line with me is Ed. Ed, say hello. Hello. And Ed, today we're going to talk about something that happened when you were talking to one of the people that uh, we coach, because we coach people all across the country. And One of the people that you were coaching, you were speaking with them, and this is a person that is extremely successful. I mean, he's got a great business, just made a, a very good life for himself, it appears. And yet, yeah. in the conversation with him, that is not how the conversation went at all. Tell me what was said, Ed. He's been struggling recently, and he, he actually used this word. He goes, I'm such a failure. I'm like, I just keep failing time and time again. I mean, this guy, like you, like you said, I mean, in every other aspect of his life, I mean, he's got it together except for in this one area. Isn't this and, incredible? Um, like, we hear this yeah. all the time, too. People will, people will be doing well in other areas of their life, and because they don't have control of their health and their food and their exercise, and they can't be consistent, they just feel like, man, I'm such a loser in life. I mean, we, how, we get this all the time, don't we? Yes, all the time. Yeah, so keep going. So, as I was talking uh, to this gentleman... Uh, I, um, I, I actually interrupted him, um, and, and I asked him the question. I'm like, how many times have you, because I knew he had kids, and I go, how many times have you said that your, your kids were failures? Or, the, or, or how many times did you call your kids losers? Honey, welcome and home he, from school. Oh, thanks, Dad. <laughs> how you doing? Oh, pretty good. How you doing? Oh, not too bad. Hey, listen, I just wanted to let you know before you start your homework, you're a loser. And you're a failure, and you'll never grow up to be anything. Oh, yeah, and go tell your sisters they're losers too, right? Exactly, yeah. And, I mean, he, he responded with a very quick, I, I've never said that to my kids. Shocking. And it was like, he paused for a moment. It, it, it's almost like in that moment he realized, you know, it's like for him to be, I guess, internalizing that, you know, I'm a failure it's like he doesn't portray that towards his kids. And the reason that we don't do that to our kids is because, I mean, it does. It lowers your self-esteem. It just brings down your confidence. I mean, your words have value. They have a story power. that I have told many, many times, as we're coaching people all the time, is that if you had da Vinci born in this time, and your kid was da Vinci, and da Vinci was two years old, and at the day you walked in the room when he was two and you said, hey, Da Vinci, I just want to let you know, you're a loser, you're a failure, and you'll never grow up to be anything. Is there, if you said that every day when the kid woke up, is there any chance that kid grows on to do extraordinary things? And the thing is, Da Vinci doesn't come, become Da Vinci in that situation because, like as you say, the words do matter. And what happens is if you constantly bombard somebody else with those negative words over and over about what a failure they are, if you do it to yourself, the same thing happens. Like, you start to believe it. So then what? How'd the conversation go then? Well, the, the conversation went, went, I mean, it actually turned uh, very, very positive. You know, one of the things that I had mentioned to him is, is, you know, you have to give yourself, you have to allow yourself forgiveness. You have to give yourself a little bit of grace here. You, you, you did nothing that was mortally wrong or morally wrong. You know, you didn't kill anybody. You didn't kick any puppies. 
I mean, they, these are things that bad people do. <laughs> That's not what you did here. You know, you How many times have you had that happen, Ed? Somebody calls you and like, Ed, having trouble with my food, man. I just kicked a puppy today. How many times has that happened so far? <laughs> Once. No, I'm just kidding. That was a dream. Uh, never. <laughs> I thought you were serious. <laughs> yeah, never, never in, never in uh, all the years that I've been, been working with you that uh, I've had somebody actually say, yeah, I kicked a puppy today. <laughs> <laughs> good. So good. So you're not a murderer. You're not a puppy kicker. Keep going. Although I, I I have had somebody riding a bike where a dog uh, came up and you know was nipping at the the tire and he kind of put his foot out to nudge him. I don't know if that counts as kicking a dog or not, but anyway, we just threw that guy out of the program, right? Gave him his money back. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Good. Right. All right. Good. That might have been. It might not have been me. So it is. Super common, and I know there are people listening to this, they're thinking, man, I do that, I'm just so tough on myself. Listen to me, you don't have to be tough on yourself. There is so much going on in the world, there's so much abuse that you get without abusing yourself. You do not have to beat yourself up. It is absolutely incredible because if you just stop doing that, and you stop beating yourself up. You can kind of clear your mind and you can look around and see that although the world's in chaos, as of this recording, you know, as of this recording, you know, we've got the Ukraine war going on and of course we had the pandemic and of course you got everything that's going on in your personal life. Although all that stuff is going on, there's really a lot of beauty in the world. There's still tons of opportunity to accomplish both financially and definitely with your health. The information that we have about the body is better than it's ever been. The only problem is there's so much of it, it's hard to separate you know, which is good and which is bad, which is kind of what we do for a lot of people. I'm getting sidetracked, but it is amazing how often you know, we have people in the medical profession that will call us and say, hey, is this true? And we'll be like, no, that's not true. But they get bad advice like everybody else. Before I get too far sidetracked, now let's go to, so we got, we got this individual and you have this conversation with him and you're trying to make him understand that he doesn't beat his daughters up verbally, so he shouldn't do it to himself. And when we were discussing doing this podcast, there was another situation where there was a guy who started one of our programs. He's been maintaining his weight loss for a long, long time. But this guy started kind of rough, too. And, I, and this probably would have been for some of the same reasons. Tell that story, Ed. Yeah, this, this guy, um, well, I guess the, what was it, last year, I think he uh, reported that he he rode his bike for like, it was like 1,200 miles for the year. And I mean... I think you're low. Today, I, think that was, I think it was 7,000. Oh, was it 7,000? I, I think, think it was. It was a big right. number. It might have been something ridiculous like that. But, yeah, but anyway, this, this guy is a stud now. I mean, riding, riding his bike in the mountains. I mean, even uh, just the other day, he reported that, you know, there wasn't any snow on the ground. Here it is, January, and uh, yeah, he was out riding in like 30-some degree weather. And mm -hmm. uh, so, anyway, the, the story goes for him, um, you know, he, he, uh, he, he, he starts, he listens to his orientation, does all the stuff that, that, that we asked him to do, and then, of course, he, he, it was something like he couldn't get at, gain access to the website. Uh, you know, maybe it was technology problem or whatever the, the obstacle was. And so, like five minutes after he had left that voicemail, he said, just remove me from the program. I quit. I quit. And uh, so the next morning, I called him up and I said, 
hey, listen, um, you can definitely stop if that's really what you want to do. But I'm guessing that, you know, that's kind of what, what you've done in the past. You, you'd start something, run into the first, first obstacle, and just give up and quit. And, they, and we had a great conversation. And he ended up losing, what was it, 70, 75 pounds? Yeah, I think it might have been a little less, but it was, it was a lot. Yeah, over the next uh, handful of months. And now the guy is just a stud. And I mean, has maintained all of this loss for, I think it's been years now. And yeah, it's been two or three years anyway. Yeah, and has done all this riding. But the point is, he was ready to give up that first day. And you got to ask, how, do a, how does a person get excited? I mean, he was, it, it was within a, was it the first day or was it the second day? Because he was ready to quit right away when he had his first little obstacle. How quickly? Uh, it was, was overnight. Yeah, it, it, was, it, was, it, it wasn't even a day. Overnight. He's ready to give up. Now, how in the world do you get so pumped up and you're like, okay, I know people on the program that are doing well. We've got all these people that have had all this success. You know what? I'm motivated. I'm going to do this. I'm going to get my credit card. I'm going to sign up. I'm going to pay. The thing's not very expensive. I'm going to do this. I'm going to commit. I'm going to go after it. Then he listens to the orientation. He's like, this is it. I'm going to do it. And then five minutes later, he's like, that's it. I give up. And it's too hard. Yeah. And that is going to come from that same place. That same frustration that we have with ourselves, he would have been thinking, well, I just don't understand this technology, which really was, it was just a button that we had to click. It was nothing, okay? But I don't understand this technology, or I don't know how to sign up for this, or I don't know how to reach these guys, or, you know, whatever it was. And it's this doubt that we have in ourselves that we can do something that we just push back and we go, I can't do it. That's it. I give up. And because of that, there are so many people across the nation that are overweight that don't have to be. But we're just so hard on ourselves. Ed, you called him up and said, hey, you could quit, but why don't I just show you how to do this? And he's like, you'll do that? And we're like, yeah. And then you showed him. And then next thing you know, it's history. Now it's years later, and his life is 10,000 times better than he remembers it being because he got past that first moment of thinking, I can't do that. And then, in his case, even blaming it on us, because he actually called and he was mad at us, right? <laughs> that is correct, yes. But I think it actually there was a button we needed to push, but the majority of this was just user error. There was something that we said, hey, you'll get information on to do this tomorrow, and you know, it didn't come quick enough or something, but it was just, it was a nothing. But we have so many of these feelings of inadequacy in our head, these feelings of, you know, I'm not good enough, that sometimes we blame it on ourselves and sometimes we try to blame our own problems on others and it prevents us from getting the things that we want. Listen to me, everybody listening to this podcast. First of all, thank you for listening. But second of all, no matter how many times you have failed in your life when you were trying to lose weight or you're trying to improve yourself or you're trying to do something with work, whatever, you're not a loser. If you're Hitler, you're a loser. If you're Jeffrey Dahmer, you're a loser, all right? But outside of that, if, well, if you're Putin, you're a loser. But outside of that, you're listening right now because you're trying to make yourself better. You're trying to understand how you can improve yourself and improve the quality of your life. That's not what losers do. Losers don't read books and listen to things to try to improve themselves. Losers don't ask questions and engage and try to be better. That's not what losers do. You're not a loser. You just need to, as Ed said, take a little bit of that pressure off of yourself. Forgive yourself for some of the mistakes that you've made. 
And then you've got to actually get into some place or with some people where you can learn how to do the right thing so that you can accomplish what you want. You know, I, I actually read something just the other day. You know, every day you're given an opportunity. And you're either going to win the day or you're going to learn from it. And I really, I really feel that if you actually take that approach, especially when it comes to weight loss, you're going to, if you actually give yourself a moment to really think through what, you know, what that mistake was, you can actually come out of it with a much better appreciation of what to do the next time. That's kind of what we do in, in, in a way. A lot of people, when they're trying to lose weight, they make the same mistakes over and over. And what we do through the accountability piece of our program is we jump, is we jump in there and we say, hey, rather than doing that same thing over and over that didn't work, make a little adjustment here. All you got to do is eat this, this food. This will help you get your fiber for the day. Or make this tiny little change with your exercise because then you'll see consistent improvements and that will make losing easier. You know, or stop saying these crazy things that you've been saying that make no sense that you believe because they are destructive. One of my favorite examples of that is there was a podcast that, I, that we did on this that was called Are You an Emotional Eater? And that whole concept of people thinking they're emotional eaters. And then once they talk to us, after two minutes, they realize, oh my gosh, I'm not an emotional eater. So now they're thinking differently and actually solving problems instead of leaning on old information in their head that doesn't allow them to get what they want. There I go, getting sidetracked again. I, I often ask people when they when they call me with with a similar problem like this where they're they you know, beating themselves up. I ask them, so let's just assume your partner, your spouse, somebody that you are going through life with, if they spoke to you in the same manner that you speak to yourself, how long would that relationship last? <laughs> and all, almost unanimous, <laughs> they, they always say, "Oh, we'd be done now." And I'm yes. Like, yeah. I mean, I would fire that friend if you can't. If if, if you're not going to take it from somebody else, you should not allow it from yourself. Yeah. Gosh, that's great. You know, and even if you have been that fat person in your group. Or you've, you know, a lot of times women will say, I guess, you know, when they're really struggling until we get them out of that hole, they'll say, I guess I'm just supposed to be the fat girl. You know, I guess that's just, I just have to accept that. You know, guys, guys don't say that, but they think it. Even if you've been that person for years, for decades, even if you've been convincing yourself and telling yourself all kinds of neg negative information about how you are just the fat person, period, end of story, that's just the way it is. It doesn't matter. All of that disappears once you start making some, some positive moves in the right direction. Once you take this pressure off of yourself and stop saying, I suck. In fact, what you should do is you should wake up in the morning and say, you know what, I don't suck. In fact, I am totally freaking awesome. I am the best. I'm amazing. And even if you don't believe it right away, you really are amazing. I mean, there's so much that it takes for a human being to just exist at all. Then you look at all the incredible things that you can do with your mind and your body. You're amazing. Even if you're at 1% of your potential right now, you are amazing. Just the fact that there's 99% that you could improve, that there's that much that you could still have to go. It's all amazing. So take the pressure off of yourself. The mistakes that you've made in the past, they don't necessarily mean that you're going to fail. The words that you say to beat yourself up, they're not true. 
you just need a little help and some good information instead of trying to figure out what's right and what's wrong. You really do. Which, what I would encourage you to do, as we're going to wrap this podcast up in the next couple minutes, is I would encourage you to look at the words that you're saying to yourself and start replacing them. You don't have to be unrealistic, but you have to be truthful. And the truth is, is that no matter how many mistakes you made or where you are right now, you have more potential than you realize. And inside of you, there is the capability to go after it. You have the power to learn. These are things that you should say to yourself. Instead of, I suck, replace that with, I am fantastic. And today I'm going to work as hard as I possibly can to work towards my potential. I mean, this is how, when you think of, right now we're in the playoffs, and this is how these NFL quarterbacks become great. I mean, these guys, will, we were talking about Brett Favre the other day, and he, we were talking about how the game where he threw five interceptions or, or something like that. Well, the way that these guys become great is after they throw an interception, they don't go into the huddle and go, all right, guys, we're going to do a 42 dive on three, but before we do that, i got to let you guys know, I suck. Did you see that interception I threw? Only an idiot would throw. A high school quarterback wouldn't have thrown that interception. I'm such an idiot. They don't do that. These guys are trained to throw that interception, and the next time they're in the huddle, they go, hey, good news, guys. We're going for a touchdown right now, and that's the end of the story. Because what happened doesn't matter as much as what happens next. Agree completely. Ed, thank you for, uh, for what you shared today. I appreciate your time and the stories. Is there anything that you else you want to add before we wrap up? If anything, it would be just you know, believe in yourself. Uh, everybody has potential. It's just a matter of applying, changing a few actions, applying those to reach that potential. That's perfect. Sometimes, by the way, when people listen to these podcasts, a lot of times they're really nervous to get involved in our program and they don't know exactly how it works or what it's like, but they want to lose weight and they want to feel better. It is totally okay for you to call us, go to maintainforlife.com and say, hey, can I just ask some questions? I don't want to be pitched. I don't want to be sold. And, uh, and you get people like that all the time. All we're going to do is just tell you what the program looks like and it's, we're not, we don't push anybody to start. When you want to start, you'll be ready. But you can just call and say, look, I don't really have confidence in myself, but I'd, I'd love to understand what's going on. And it's okay just to ask questions like that. But we love to help. Thanks for listening, everyone. And we'll see you guys at the next podcast.